Cody played us. I'm a very strong personality. And this was old Jesse <laughs> growing up as a teenager, like in LA, you know, tattoo on my face. I'd probably go for the jugular. Kick him in the shins, man. Really hit him hard. That was funny, huh? Yes, hello and good evening on this Wednesday, October 12th, 2022, Survivor 43, Episode 4, Show No Mercy has aired. Uh, we're here to break it all down here on Superman Brothers Podcasting, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch. You might be listening to this the audio version. I'm Dave Mater, joined with Jamil Robinson and Jeff Mater from the couch. Um, coming to us. Can you hear us, Jeff? Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, good. Jeff, we were a little bit delayed getting started here because it was just a bit of technical setup. Uh, it went about as slow as you can with still be moving. White is moving about as slow as you can move and still actually be moving. Thank you, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> right, everybody's the thank you, Jeffrey, at the end. Yeah, you have to, you'll have to clip that. I'll clip that. Thank you, Jeffrey, from Dwight. Um, Yes, uh, Jeff. Uh, welcome back. You were gone uh, in in the islands. You were uh, um, uh, surviving. Just one just on, a, just on a beach somewhere, I think. Um, you were, you know, with a machete and some fishing gear. No, we didn't have any of that. We 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 had, you know, we had internet. We we had things. Yes, yeah, so you yeah. had civilization. Okay. Lots Did you have food. any crackle? No. No crackle? Mm. Love that crackle. Did have some tasty yeah. shrimp, though. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that sounds, oh, that sounds good. Uh, well, welcome back. Uh, we are here after the in this fourth episode of Survivor 43. Uh, Jeff, uh, we haven't really talked. Have we even talked about this season? Or you, we talked about the you and I were on the premiere, right? And then uh, it's yeah. been Jamil for li- and I for the last two weeks. We've got the full crew together. Now we're all here together. Jamil and you and you and, you and Jamil haven't spoken about this season yet. Oh no, I'm sure we have very similar opinions on these castmates. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's um, pretty self-evident. Are you guys? Are you, do you have a, a similar opinion about uh, this member of our draft who lost uh, his second person in the draft in two weeks? I lost Neca last week, and this week here I lose um, Ellie. No, no, not Ellie. Sorry, Lindsay. 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 Um, Lindsay I said it from the beginning. I, I think I said it on the cast assessment. I'm like, this lady is not long for this game and amanda was like oh i like her i think she's gonna do really good i'm like nope she will not be able to handle this game and i was 100 percent right but she's like a huge fan of the show like a survivor super fan that's a that's matter no that matter like dave we've been like fans of survivor and these reality games for a long time and the unfun- unfortunate part about it is when we look we use our heads and think about like the game as it's playing everyone thinks about the big moves and the blind sides and like it mucks up your thought process when you're playing and you see it time and time again with these super fans where they're like well i consider myself a big threat and that line of thinking just keeps going on and on she was not a big threat at all at all right and it just totally messed up and people don't want to have to babysit people they don't Right, so that's why yeah. it was—it's a simple equation, and that's why she's gone. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Well, it was tough to watch. I was like, "Oh, I'm cheering for her," but in, in, like, uh, even in the earlier encounter in the episode where Cody goes to the Coco camp and goes to steal the um, the things, and you know, she's very confrontational in that scene. I was like, 
I'm not getting a good vibe here off Lindsay. She thinks she's in charge. She thinks she thinks very highly of herself. You know, it was very it was very evident the way she was talking about herself in the DR, you know, confessionals. Um, it it I was like, she's she's gone. Uh, I, Jamil's right. People don't want to have to worry about babysitting people. You saw it with Gabler tonight too. You know, it's like it's I don't want to have to worry about this guy. You know, like why is he putting a palm front on me? Like get get out of here. You know what are you doing? Like what, you know, start stop if, worrying about dumb things. If that's the stuff that he's doing in the middle of the night to help me, what is he going to be doing in the middle of the night not to help me? You don't right. want to have that line of thinking. You don't want to have that type of person where you're going to like, I have to worry about this person all the time. If the That's dude, true. like, we, we saw previously the dude was messed up on the island, right? And was sleeping during the day. Is he going to start, you know, doing stuff at night and can't perform in the day? What is his sleeping pattern? Yeah, it's 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 just like it's it's completely a bad uh, vibe to give off, you know. And I think that's why she gets voted out here so so swiftly. When she becomes this paranoid person, they're just like, well, like we can't really work with this. Like if this is the first vote, well, like the, the you know when when you find out that the target's not you, you know, and you should have been able to suss that out if you're any if you've ever watched the show, you know, and somebody comes to you. Like multiple people are like, let's get Geo. And all you have to do is kind of read the way they say the name or the way they kind of explain the plan. Okay. And if you can't read that, you suck at Survivor and you should get voted out. You know, like pretty much, you know, unless you're a goat and then you get dragged, which that could have happened to Lindsay, you know, too, you know. Uh, but James and um, uh, Carla Aaron, didn't want to yeah. do that. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Is his name James? No, it's James and Karen. Carla. It's, it's Carla. Yeah, yeah. Carla. And Carla completely had control of that vote. They don't need. They, they can get Geo or they can get Ryan later on. Oh, by the way, Ryan, one of the most boring contestants I've ever seen. And what's wrong with his arm? Like, can you not throw? Like, how can you not throw a, a sandbag? Um, he went through the hole. Like, I, I you know, yeah, he's, he, I was no, he, he was he was not like Cody, who was blistering this course right now. Like, an MLB that dog pitcher. He was an MLB pitcher. He was referred to Cody. Uh, yeah, and, and, and Sammy and was doing Ryan pretty was well. Like, too. Ryan was like, you know, an elementary school, you know, pitcher. He, but he, he was better. Like, the, uh, Ryan was really strong. He, we saw later on in the challenge, he was able to like lift those pieces up like nobody else in the challenge. So he had other strengths, but that sure, wasn't his. Sure. He's a warehouse no. associate, right? Like, yeah. But if it, but if it came to very, lifting things, he's very strong. He's got a great physique. He should be able to throw a bag, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, some, some people, yeah, have different strengths. So it's, but yeah, and I think Cody and Sammy were. Um, capable competitors in this challenge as well. I think that they're both yeah. pretty athletic. I think them. the problem is not the matter of strength, but technique. Ryan had technique, no technique yeah. and no. the other two, they obviously have thrown before. Football yeah, thrown or baseball. Played baseball or something, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so just to kind of maybe go back to the beginning of the episode. So there was stuff about the aftermath of the NECA vote, but really there wasn't too much to that. There was kind of like Cody kind of talking about, um, 
you know his feelings on it but i i thought the more interesting stuff was really more in the um uh, when we got to baka and the yellow tribe and we saw here we saw sammy explaining gabler uh you know this is gabler this is gabler which is the the premise and i i'm liking sammy as a narrator on the show he's an interesting character uh jeff you're drafty right if i'm correct yeah i drafted yeah. them because he was like zach brant's 2.0 in my mind but he's a lot more calm than zach brant's ever was well you know me, he's, like no, they, nobody has any idea this guy is 19. my tribe oh my thinks God. i'm 22 years old living young wild and free my tribe has no idea that i'm 19 years old this is if the greatest only they knew. ever pulled if only they knew he couldn't have a beer in the states <laughs> but in canada he could Right. Um, yeah, they have no idea. Like you know, but little do they know that a 19-year-old is about to outclass the 24-year-old and a 31-year-old psychologist. You know, who cares? <laughs> he can outclass like, a 24-year-old, man. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's just it's I you know I can understand it if you're like in your 50s. You know, like if it was reversed. You know, you're out there with a bunch of young people. Then I get it. But if you're 19 and you're out there with a bunch of 20 year olds, like, so what? I know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Great job. Yeah. I, yeah. I like him, him explaining the tension with Gabler. This is Mike Gabler personified out here on Survivor. I love the guy. And at this point, we're working together, collaborating, but sometimes he's not aware. He is not aware. I mean, and that is sad for the youngest person in the show telling the oldest person, you're not aware, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, if anything, the oldest guy should be aware. But is Ellie aware? Well, I think Ellie um, is just rubs Gable the wrong way. Like, that's what we, it was, explained. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? she's got the crazy eyes. Um, but, you know, the thing is with her, like, uh, who's she, yeah, who's the, um, Who's the the small girl that's kind of her right hand? Janine. Yeah, so those two are like thick as thieves. And then like they told Gabler about them going through his bag and all that stuff. And now Gabler, like, you're dead to him now, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's how a lot of like I find older people that get on this show play. It's like that's how they live their life, maybe. It's black and white. It's loyalty. It's, you know, you cross me, you're done you know, or any, any type of idea like that, you know, like you went through my bag, I can never trust you. Um, those type of ideas. Uh, whereas the younger people are a lot more, you know, go with the flow. Yeah. Gabler should be smart about this situation. He knows that they know about his, his situation. So why doesn't he like pull them aside and go, Hey, I trust you too. So I just want to let you in on my advantage and show them it. Right, what does that do? Right, that they or he already knows that they know about it. Right, he wants yeah. them to believe that he's on their side. Right, right, he wants them to lower the guard. What does being angry about them do? Right, nothing, and, 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 like, it does nothing. Right, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, he needs to when he's not aware this is the part that's of not being aware that we're really talking about Wait, with, the, right. with the making of the fire and that whole situation uh where it oh was that was gabler. just like a pissing match you know between gabler and ellie you do it like, like, I, just... I am literally doing it i am literally doing it big sticks little sticks 
different sh- configurations of sticks. He's a surgeon. He's a type A personality, and he does not use. He's not used to deferring, and you see it there. You have to be self-aware about what your your strength and weaknesses are. Yeah, and he's not. Yeah, we, we saw it with Geo tonight too, where he was like trying to tell Cassie exactly how to cut the, the coconut. You know, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, know? that can that can be a bonding moment, but of course, it ends up being a lecture. She resents you for it. Yeah. I was just, I was just in my. Okay, so we get to the challenge here. Um, and just, just uh, I want to just, yeah, like talk again about uh, how impressive uh, Cody is in this in, in this in this scene here. Where yeah, I know, think he, I think he played some ball when he was younger. Look at this, like you boom. can tell, like the way he's whipping it. Yeah, it's probably, but and 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 Sammy almost like not as not as good, but nearly. Yeah, he was a little bit more overhand. Yeah, not, like like Cody was doing Uh-oh. like the sidearm. Yeah, and you're right that Ryan's not so good here. He Ryan was, was, really, Ryan was really doing a great job of throwing it through the very like the little small holes that yeah, were in the like, between. Yeah, he did like twice. He did that twice. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> so, um, but you know, he'd be really good at mini pie. He was doing a great job too. Getting like the ball to go through the windmill, stuff like that. Like he, that's more his 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 skill set. Um, both of these competitions t- today, guys, like I thought were good, although you know, like most of them, they're just all kind of the same now. Go through this thing, build this thing. The second one was better. The second one, the first one was boring, like it was just you know, they just whipped some things down. Had what I didn't like the one person goes and has to, you know, like I think all four people should have had to do the blocks, but they did they probably didn't want to do that because they knew they had two challenges and they didn't want to waste a bunch of time. And what editing, was what you know? gonna do with her leg? Yeah. 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 Like I thought uh, that that part of the challenge was stupid. And then like the the uh the the platforms they had to land the beanbags on, what like one was big, one was medium, one was small. And then like they swung, you know, I don't know. I just it was okay, but it, it seemed like they didn't spend a lot of money on that one. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was hanging from a pole, so it couldn't have been yeah, too bad. Was pretty cheap. <laughs> With a little like little little thing that you got to get a beanbag on. No, I don't think they broke the budget on it. Uh, but yeah, it was it, uh, okay. Let's talk more about like the twist of this getting to raid the camp, which I liked in mm-hmm. principle, but I didn't like yeah. that the fact that the that the, the tribe was there. To talk with the raider, I thought that the raiders should have just got to go and steal no. whatever they want. No, I you love like, that. So you you liked the way that there was this confrontation. Jamil well, yeah. was that, we want the we want them to, you know, to feel a certain way. We want to see them face to face as they take it. That's the drama. And and he was the right guy to go for the red team, uh, Cody, because he 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 he's a salesman. He he even said it like he knew exactly how to get leverage in the situation. Uh, you know. And they were smart to target the six-person tribe. And like what happens later on, they were also smart to do that because if the yellow tribe had lost, then two tribes would have been at four, one tribe would have been at six. And you know, so that's not good for the red tribe, right? Or anybody else. And even the red, tri- the red tribe and yellow tribe later go on to work in the, together in this challenge to go after Coco. And Coco will go on to lose the challenge and then vote out Lindsay. Uh, but you know, Cody's like, Did kick him wait, in the chin. Hold on, they didn't work together. Red tribe helped the yellow tribe. Right. There was no working together. Well, they accepted the help. Also, well, are you gonna, when are you gonna say no, 
<laughs> Ignore no, no, the not there just to challenge ourselves. Right. I know well, what Gio goes, it wasn't earned. And I was like, so the guy that sat on the bench, you know? <laughs> yeah. But Cody's cookie, uh, Cody's kind of ruthless. Kick him in the shins, man. Really hit him hard. Hit him hard. There's no yeah. mercy on my island. No mercy. He's going for it. I thought he was really like um, uh, funny in this stuff and pretty charming overall with it. Um, you know, and he was like, uh, you know, and by the end, they're like, we uh, we kind of gave him everything. He just we, the machete was not what he wanted. He's like, if we say we want something really ruthless, like their pot, then they're going to like, you know, just... I think Cody played us. <laughs> That's such a great moment. Yeah. Uh, Cody's like one of my favorite new players. I hope he lasts in the season. Um, I feel like he's going into the. Merge. So is Carla. Carla smart enough to recognize what happened. Yes, I'm Carla was the only one on that tribe who really understood. But why wasn't she more front and center in in? Um... Because when you're surrounded by idiots, you standing out. Everyone's like, "That's dumb." And yeah, you're talking sense. She knew exactly what was happening. Yeah. Uh... As the whole, the next, the immunity challenge itself, um, where they had to make this like square thing. And then I liked this in principle because uh, it was, and I'm trying to figure out how Blue didn't have this solved earlier because it looks like they pretty much did have it solved at one point, but it didn't work. Are you saying the puzzles are a lot harder than people make it out to be? I mean, the puzzles are easier than they make them out to be. I thought these puzzles were actually pretty difficult. Uh... It's easy because there's each side has four sides, and or at least well, well, one side is three. But like you know, like you can turn them all sorts of different ways. And I actually thought the it looks easy to us on TV, but that's actually those are difficult. Um, puzzles. The problem with these these ones, it's just heavy, and every time you move it, they feel that weight and have to reposition it. Mm -hmm. That's the difficult part, not the yep. like. But right. it's an even playing field. They're all dealing with that same challenge of it right and no so, yeah but it's, it's not an easy peasy trick puzzle no um but uh i did like the whole thing about like how you could like kick it down really quickly so that the other team couldn't see what you were doing uh so that was like i, I think clever and then having to move that along so i think in a way they put up a wall dave like like when they do those challenges there should be some sort of a curtain or wall during that part well, I guess, and then you wouldn't have people helping, right? Uh, like, I guess, like, or uh, I and I know it was specifically Red who solved this puzzle first, and then went on to uh, aid the other Ibaka tribe who was right next to them. Uh, Maybe they couldn't with... be so close together; like, they're really close to each other. Yep, pretty much. Like, well, they'd have to make the set even bigger. It would cause well, more. Could just make it into like a kind of a. Um, a triangle with like um, a split in the middle so that Jeff can see all three sides, but they can't see each other. Like they have like a barrier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's I guess, do, do we think that the problem of the, the cheating on the puzzles is a big enough thing that we want to solve? It's not cheating though. It's not cheating. But it's it, not cheating. It, the thing is, uh, I don't necessarily love that they you know, like they didn't earn it, you know, or whatever. But the, you know, because but the thing is, they probably would have beat them anyway. So really, I love these colors yeah. too, with the red and the yellow trib and the yellow with the green. It's great, <laughs> great production Mark. value. Of my, I love those colors. Uh, and the What's blue, the they're blue and what? What's blue and dark blue? With, blue? blue with purple. 
Or blue or purple. Kind of like Colorado Avalanche style. That's exactly what they were going for. They might have. I don't know. Or they were. Uh, eventually, they had to make this like triangle thing, um, which was the eventual. It was neat how it could be a square on one part and then it could be made into a triangle somewhere else. Just imagine that could have been, um, you know, with a couple prongs, that could have been a Klingon um, emblem. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um, yeah, so there was a lot of bitterness. Uh, and, and here at the end, um, uh, is it Cassidy who says that this was, this was dirty on the, on the part of, of uh, Yellow and Red Tribes, guys. Do you guys, Jeff, do you agree? Was Cassidy right to feel scorned here? No. No, I think it's fair game. And that's not what she said. She said that, uh, she said, you know, like, there's no rules in Survivor. And, you know, some, you know, I don't think she was that scorned. Um, she, I, I thought she said something like that that was not classy. Eh, whatever. You know, it's a, Survivor's not a classy game. Yeah. Call me unclassy <laughs> you know? as I win. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. Cassidy's looking for to put a little class back in Survivor, guys. I'm just being yes. advocate here. Cassidy's uh, advocate. Yeah, that's that's a, you're playing the wrong game, you know. Um, uh, the reason it was a strategic decision. It wasn't about like it wasn't personal, you know. It was all completely about a numbers thing. It's the same reason why they went, why Cody went to steal the blue tribe stuff, you know, rather than even though the yellow tribe had more stuff, the blue tribe is the real enemy the right game. because at the merge they're going to have the most power. Right. But but wait okay so in contrast because like earlier just to rewind to when the, the red was kind of strategizing about what they wanted to steal from blue or even when they were deciding which tribe they were going to go after at all uh, and going after Coco I thought made sense because they had more people and they had you know it, it made more sense and uh, but Jesse and uh, who was the other person over there on that tribe that was a little bit more conservative. Uh, conservative like saying well you know eventually we're gonna have to work with these people and maybe we don't want to have like have a grudge with other people that we're going to be sort of work you know uh, i don't know I, I was kind of thinking about that while i was watching it does is that something you should be concerned with or she'd be like no like uh, stealing on behalf of my tribe or or potentially rubbing the other tribe the, lo the wrong way is not something i need to worry about like sort of in the uh, long-term game of uh if you if you feel like them using them um, actually going through with something that they've won and doing it as per the rules of the game is rubbing you the wrong way, then I, I don't think you're you're meant for this game. You, like, you're that paper soft that you'd be that, like, angry? No. That, I, if To me, if you're going to be mad at anybody, it's like production. You know what I mean? As far as, like, how easy it was for them to do that. You know? Um mm -hmm. But I you, to get mad at the contestants, I think is stupid. Right. Um, and then okay, so I don't know what like we can the challenge. It's like I guess everything in terms of how this all broke down, how it was Geo that was the seemingly the target, and how this all kind of just became Lindsay's undoing as she sort of unraveled, uh, even giving in her own like confessionals and uh was kind of like i don't even know why i'm this paranoid i think you know just being sort of you know they've been out there for nine days living on coconut that's not what she said she she said she was this big social physical threat dave that's what she said well i don't know if i agree with that part uh <laughs> the, you know, 
Nobody said that part two. Let's but, let's be honest. Out of the women in the in that tribe, she's probably, you know, the best out of out of them. A, a good combination of agility, strength, right, mobility. Um, yes, okay. So in terms of women, yes, definitely. Um, is right. she the, the the smartest person? Well, she might think so. Okay, fine. Everyone Whatever. thinks that the smartest person, though. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if if you honestly are smart, you have to assume that you're not the smartest person. Yeah. Right. Honestly. Um, and then what else? Strategic. Um, if you don't have a good grasp of the game, then that means that's a lie. So she didn't. So therefore, she wasn't the most strategic. I, I, and what, what point did you have to prove it? Right. There was no point where you're proving how strategic you were in this game. She put, she brought to the situation her own insecurities and it led to her downfall. I've never seen somebody basically self, self vote out like that before. Like that was <laughs> like, it was basically like, she's not going home, no chance. And she's like, oh my God, vote me out. Like, kind of what that's kind of what happened tonight. But it was everything that I wanted it to be. Not as long, but I'm really happy. <laughs> like James had to do an intervention and try to talk her down. And even then, he was like, it was like pulling teeth. I think uh, that's just one of those things where you're in the intervention and you're like, this, this is this is already over, you know? Um, you know, but he's, like James he gave her an out. James like totally, and she wouldn't take it. Yeah. He was just you know? like, listen, we're like, voting Gio out. Relax. And he's like, oh, well, that's what you would say is basically what she did. Yeah, because, and... okay, so I, this one thing I want to talk about is, like, the fact she talked about, okay, like, we they sat down, they made a plan, and then she's like, well, people are going off whispering here, people going off whispering there. And I get, I, I, I think that, you know, we would go, well, that's always to be expected. There's always going to be sort of like this um, necessity within the game of Survivor, Big Brother, whatever, that you're going to sort of have people gaming or even just playing you and, and like just trying to get information out of you at all times, right? So there's always like sort of like this, um, whether it's somebody you're close with or not, somebody you trust or not, you're always going to pretend to have a a rapport, right? I, Dave, I don't know what she wanted them to do. So did she want them all to just sit down and relax at the beach, don't strategize anymore, so then certain yes. people start getting paranoid and take a shot in the dark and then you're screwed. And if you go down that line of thinking where a shot of the dark might be played, well, then that means you have to split votes because what happens if all you, you all put your votes on Geo and then Geo is now safe and then Geo and Ryan vote one person and that person's gone by one vote. It, it just it takes such a turn in terms of what happens if everyone understands that, hey, we need to keep the facade going as as much as possible to ensure that people don't get paranoid that a decision is made and you weren't part of that decision. Yeah, but uh, were they being sincere with her at this stage? Were they, who are you voting for? We're all voting for Gio, right? We're all agreeing on that. Um, you know, do you think that they were still uh, I trying? think after... I after James's confessional where he's like on the beach and he's like pulling his hair out, he had made his mind up at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That we, it's hard to tell like when that stuff occurs in the edit, you know, some things I think are not completely chronological the way they edit it. 
You right. know? I kind of look at like the time of day and how much light that there is versus later right. on. But like it seems to um, all happen sort of right maybe an hour before they go to tribal. And they even said at tribal that they were there was a lot of strategizing, like they didn't want it to end. It was sort of a little bit chaotic, right? Right, you know, it wasn't uh oh, that that's what Lindsay said. Yes. Well, <laughs> well yeah, that's what you would say when you're getting voted out. Yeah. You're not uh, in the know. You're not in the know. So you're just trying to get information. Everyone's kind of giving you wishy-washy answers. Right. That's what happens when you're the target, you know? Uh, and she made herself the target. She didn't need to. Gia was going to go home, you know? Yeah. Uh, that was the whole thing. You know, the thing is, she didn't trust her alliance. And she also didn't trust her targets. You know, yeah. she, she, she was worried her targets were these masterminds that were going to get her out, you know? And it's like, well, then you don't know how to play Survivor because you do need to trust somebody. So you you ha- to it's trust, all it's yeah, a leap of faith no game. It's a leap of faith game. You can't get to the end of Survivor thinking I'm, I, I've got it all figured out and I know where all the votes lie every single vote because you don't. It's a, it, it, you have to hope uh, uh, that things are going to work out your way sometimes. This is ultimately coming down to like the whole idea of a ride or die or at least a super strong ally is like essential to a success plan in the game of Survivor and other shows um, with similar mechanics to them, like like you know. And she uh, seemingly did not have one. Right. Uh, she did. Yeah. Well, she she, she should have had Cassidy. You know. She was she was part of a, a group, right? That a majority, but she wasn't necessarily like anybody's close ally, right? Like she was just a number, um, and I couldn't quite or, tell. Or, like this Cass- is the first time we've seen this Cassidy's tribe. close ally on that tribe. Cassidy's close ally on on that tribe. Uh-huh. Ooh. Uh huh. Who's on that tribe? Is it so? Uh, it was they needed uh, each other. Is my point. Cassidy and Lindsay needed each other. Because you're saying Ryan so, and Carla are tight, right? And no, if, Ryan and Geo are tight, and Carla and, and James. Yeah, Ryan. Yes, Ryan Gio. and Geo are tight, and Carla and James are tight. No, so they, were gonna, they were going to vote Geo out. Okay. Not Dude. Ryan. Hold on, hold on. Ryan said that Geo was his closest ally. Oh, I'm getting right. Ryan confused with James. Is that what yes. I'm doing? Yes. Okay. James was there when he's like, I trade I trust James and Geo, but Geo is my number one. James is with Carla, right? And the group. Right? Okay. Which is Cassidy, Lindsay, right? As well. Right. right. That yeah. four. Okay. I feel like I'm still getting to know this blue tribe because I know Carla, but like uh, the and Geo a bit. But even like Lindsay before this episode, she hadn't really been in a lot. Um, and, First episode, she had a lot of uh, confessionals, but since then, because they've been winning, we haven't really received any. Yeah, like the other there's been more focus, Ryan's especially barely, on Bessie. Hmm? Ryan's barely been on the show too. Like the most I've learned about him was from him talking about what he's been doing on the tribal council. It hasn't really been on the show at all. What Ryan's been doing. Right. Uh, I can't even tell. I couldn't really even think of what his voice sounds like right now. Um, yeah. Cause he doesn't Ryan's, talk much. He's, he's really boring. Uh, you know, like yeah. right now, like, I hope he gets better, but he is a boring player right now. To watch on on the TV, everyone else on this tribe's kind of interesting. Except Cassidy's kind of boring too. Yeah, but Geo, James, and Carla are all interesting players. Um, I think Carla's yeah, the only but, interesting you know, one on this tribe. I, I, I mean, think Carla's I standout. You're absolutely right. Carla Cassidy standout. stands out for the wrong reasons, but mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's... Uh, the only players on this tribe that I see have any chance of winning the game are Carla and James. That's it. 
yeah, yeah. Geo doesn't seem like a winner. Geo just oh sorry. Uh Geo seems, like... seems like he's gonna um, he's gonna rub someone the wrong way in like a, a merge or um yeah. a swap and he's gone. Yeah. He's he's he or he's gonna end up being a goat. I I think he's gonna probably get voted out before because I think because uh, what they don't do in Survivor anymore is these stupid swaps like three votes. They don't do it anymore. They they usually wait like I unless think it's unless one, I think it's coming. It, it might it, it might you might be right, but like well, usually now unless one t- one tribe gets decimated, they don't do it, which I prefer. I uh, you know I don't need all these swaps all the time. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they might do it again. I I wouldn't I wouldn't have a problem if we go you know to merge at like what uh 11 cuz yeah what are they at now it's 5 5 and 4 right so yeah. well, we start off with 16 no wait 18 we start off with 18 and uh we're down, we've voted out four people so now we're into 14 yeah so, so yeah three more votes and they what they might do is what they'll probably do is do two tribes next and then for three votes and then they'll go to merge they didn't do that in the last two seasons. They just went. Uh, they kept three tribes for a while until they eventually yeah. merged them into one. So, uh, well, especially with them all being relatively equal in number, um, it's they might go with it a little longer. Uh, but ultimately, do you, do you prefer like big votes though, like, or do you prefer small like 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 we had tonight, like a six person? tribe to me is still small i always uh, preferred it when it was like i like the heroes villains format where it's 10 against 10 and you know the big tribe votes i find are too hard to tell on tv because they want there to be suspense and we don't know who's getting voted out and i just feel yeah. like i never when you when you have these bigger tribe votes um you're just like okay and then this person got voted out and you're like well, what the hell happened and you have to watch like the next episode to kind of really understand what happened because they don't really give you all the details up front. So isn't that like an editing issue as opposed to just like a format issue? Yeah, yes. I, I always find it that to be case because when like when they had big tribes, there's a way more chance for there be to like a like a big swing because then it only takes like one or two votes to swing the whole tribe, which is what happens at the merge, you know. But now they like to do the intro part of the game, like you know, all all small, you know like six or five people voting and it kind of like again it narrows it down usually to like two people and like it was tonight like it, they were setting it up it's either going to be cassidy or it's going to be gia right and then it ended up being Lindsay, but that was because she was a bonehead really uh you know she shouldn't have done what she did uh but you know that's often what they what it is whereas like when it's a bigger tribe and it's like eight people let's say you know and five people are on one side and three people on the other like it's more likely an idol gets played and then something big happens or you know that's what i find anyway yeah uh, but we don't get it Which, so whatever. i i i guess we we i, I just want to understand what's happening in any tribal and i think it, it was easy to understand what happened here tonight um uh, and i guess it comes yeah. down to editing but also there's a there's a certain when you have so many people playing in one big tribe, uh, you there's also just not as much time to kind of get everyone's perspective, and they want there to be the suspense. So if they give us too much information, it's also not good. But um, with, you know, with I the get six, why they do it because they have they have too much time to they have not enough time to uh, intro the characters, and now they now we have to learn about where they grew up and who what's their mom's name is and what if their dog died of cancer or something, you know, like something happened to them in their life. 
you know stuff happened and, to them they, they had, you know, it's like they're people yeah but it's you know it's different now they you know it didn't used to be like that yeah people didn't used to have uh dogs with cancer and then one day right. well, <laughs> it just became a big problem i'm not saying uh, they're not important uh, stories they are <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know well yeah jamie are you muted Sorry, I was muted. Um, it's like someone in the editing bay was like, oh my, did you hear that this person had a dog with cancer? What? This is gold. Ratings gold, Jerry. Ratings gold. It's so relatable. Get a producer down there, ask them about with their dog, and then we'll get a bunch of pictures, we'll montage it over, get some uh, some, some music, it'd be great. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, guys, uh, the only thing else about Lindsay I want to touch on is that she didn't like really, she kind of like whispers something to them on the way out, but it was kind of a cold out exit where she just kind of like watches her torch get snuffed and she, she walks out. She's pissed. You know, pissed. you think she knew why she think she knew why she got voted out? No, I don't think she did either. Nope. No, I don't think she really, and she didn't want to make a scene because she didn't want to be like a meme or something. It's like I'm just gonna quietly not look at them, just you know, get my torch snuff and just walk out. I just uh, it was great because it was just probes. Time for you to go. See you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. I was uh, actually happy. I was happy she got voted out because I was like, this lady is like a little entitled, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, she. I think she thought she was better than her tribe. Yep. And the truth of the matter is, you could be the biggest fan of the world. I, like, this came up on Twitter recently that people were talking about how, um, uh, you know, uh, certain people having advantages in Survivor. And I'm like, the way Survivor works, you can be the most, like, people don't have all three. Like, they're the best, like, the strongest, or they're not the, the smartest, or uh, they're the most strategic. You can have one of those. You can have two, right? Rarely you have people who have two. And very, very extremely rarely do you have people that have all three, right? Being smart, strategic, and also uh, strong, right? But you can have all three and still have no chance of winning. That's how the game goes, right? So Mm -hmm. when you have people who come on this show thinking, you know, I've been trying to do this for 20 years and, you know, I've I've molded myself into this survivor player savant, right? Nine days in, you're gone. That's how it goes, right? <laughs> that's how it goes. You, you have that's no not advantage. What, to Lindsay. what? That's not what happened to her. Well, you, know. you you say it didn't happen to her, but I'm pretty sure in those 20 years where she was trying to go on the show, she was like, I got to make sure I train myself, and she probably watched a whole bunch of video. Right. Watched a whole lot of podcasts and has a high opinion of herself. So from her opinion, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, I agree with that part. But the thing is, I think she, she, the, there's only one skill you really need in Survivor to do well at it, and that's social awareness. That's it. Like, mm-hmm. and if you don't have that skill and like um, self awareness, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you're done so fast. Yeah. You yeah. know. Like that is the most important skill. You could be the most strategic, strongest. What doesn't matter. You could be handsome Joe. You could be, you it's know, Boston Rob. It doesn't matter if you don't have social awareness. And it took you know? a lot of those players, um, you know, multiple times to to get near the end. Rob, yeah, you know, <laughs> Rob was great, but he wasn't socially aware, and he got the boot the first time around. 
right? Jonathan was yep. the strongest person ever to be on Survivor, it seems. And did he did he really have a chance to win? The way things went, I don't think he really had a chance, even if he made it to the end. Yeah, you know, yeah. he didn't because he didn't have social awareness. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter how good of a player you are as far as uh, the competitions or getting, even providing, even like getting food and stuff. You know, that all that stuff is meaningless if you can't navigate socially, uh, you know. Yeah. And you know what I've noticed about Survivor? People are way worse at it than they were 20 years ago. People were far better at social adapt adaptability 20 years ago than they are today. And that has a lot to do with social media and phones and the way people, uh, uh, you know, get into their own little bubble now and think they're right about everything. Whereas 20 years ago, there was none of that. Every, nobody interacted that way. It was all face-to-face -face communication because that was all we had, you know? Yeah. And... Right, for the most part, right? For the most part, yeah. You know, so now we it's fa worse. We, had fa we had fax machines, and we had uh, oh, yes, the social media of fax we had pagers. <laughs> you know, yes. you can get a page. Yes, uh, everyone paging you. I love boobs, or <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, guys, people uh, are let's... worse survivor players today. What by far? Yeah, it's different. I think people are socialized different. I think is is really a way to think about it. Um, and I think that we're seeing more and more of that as as the younger people are coming up. I don't want to be forty was a good example of it. When you had all those winners, the the newer winners they got left in the dust pretty early. That's right, yeah. right. That is right. That's why, um, you know, you saw a lot of players like that was a good season though because we got a lot of old players play. Is you this know why the old players are like are, have such um uh admiration like Boston Rob, Sandra, uh you know, maybe like who, who are the other ones they always mention? Parvati for some reason. Um, you know, but like just... but you see the people that you mentioned, they have prickly attitudes, but they're socially aware to navigate right. with people, whereas you have newer people who are just they're just assholes. Yeah, they just they don't even know how to read people. They just think they're right about everything. They're in their own bubble. Like it's even this own. this cast, the only people I see that are really good at reading other people are like Cody's one of them we saw tonight with the way he read the situation. He he has a great chance of winning the game. Um I I think uh yeah, I think maybe Dwight has a chance of winning the game. James has a chance. Like those those people no seem Carter. to have Carla, Carla is another okay. one. Um, uh, My Zena girl, man, Carla. Uh, oh, I'm, Ellie, I'm maybe, maybe Ellie. Uh, you know, crazy eyes. No, I, 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 I don't I think no. so. But Jesse, maybe. <laughs> what that? Who? Jesse. Who has Jesse? You, Jesse. I know she Jesse has no could... chance. You don't oh. think Jesse has a chance? No. Why? I like we see him, why. Jamil, we see him in the preview. He's walking down into that. Um, that, that oh, little... sorry. I, I thought you meant um, Janine. Sorry, Janine. No, but she, she's oh, there too, by the way. I don't think Janine was, yeah. Thank Janine you. and Romeo and these players, they don't have a chance. I bet Ryan. you those. Gio's are... Romeo. Gio's definitely Romeo. <laughs> uh, Gio, G... yeah, I think Gio seems like a Romeo type. I think the uh, winner's on the Red Tribe. Like I'm going to say right now, I think the winner's coming out of the Red Tribe. It could be right. Uh, could could it? So, uh, if Sam was still here. He was he was promoting Team Samil in the draft. Um, 
asking if we've seen no i've not seen yes alone. i've seen yes i've watched alone religiously sam oh well there you go jeff mater a fan uh just quickly here let's just remind ourselves as a uh, uh, team dave has, has been decimated in this <laughs> yeah. draft gone now, I, I will feel. not be the winner of this year's uh, survivor pool um i feel like others have been here before and uh you know i, I will have my time again I, I i went with my wrong instincts i could have picked other people you know uh jeff and jameel you're both your teams well more jeffs than jameels yeah. um but well, i don't think i have a winner on my team you know it doesn't matter because i have three people left i don't think the winner's on my team ryan uh, cassidy or sam sammy i could see a winner i see uh, Sammy, maybe I don't know. Like he, he's getting a lot of airtime. I just, I just don't. I think he's a little too confrontational right now. He can, like he's he can just... outthink a twenty-four-year-old. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, and they, yeah, even a thirty-one-year-old. Yeah, five years on him. I mean, God, a thirty-one-year-old has no chance against this man who pretends to be twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, if they knew oh, he was Owen, a Owen like irrelevant it feels like on the show yeah and so is ryan you know uh and who else are we missing oh yeah owen right now is not getting a lot geo uh well we we gotta get more about him tonight james i got to know more in this episode uh gabler is a, a kook um uh, and uh, <laughs> a kook. yeah i'm just going out on record for <laughs> carla and ellie Carla's more impressive. I think Carla's got potential to go into the, like the finals. Um, I think Ellie will eventually be cut by uh, somewhere along the line. And then Dwight, Dwight, Dwight. So slow. Guys, did we talk about it? You know, we did play that clip, but it's so good. Dwight is moving about as slow as you can move and still actually be moving. Thank you, Jeffrey. I actually, I, I like when Jeff calls out contestants. I think he needs to do it more, uh, you know. <laughs> but now the contestants bark back. Yeah, they bark back. How dare you attack my self self esteem, Jeffrey? Uh, <laughs> right. Whereas twenty years ago, they just took it. You know. Yeah, they were like, "You wanted to be on Survivor," you yeah. know. Like they used to be so much more ruthless with the casting, and they were just like, "You, you, you're lucky you even got here. We can get yeah, yeah. you." They are point. lucky they got there. Yeah. Well, they are there. We could cut you at any second. Don't don't think we won't. They're just uh, lucky that there's no Canadians on this uh, on this season of Steel. That's true. Yeah, I do think Canadians. there might be something to be said for that. Like I do, like not to like pump up Canadians as if we're so much better than Americans, but I do think that there is something to be said of what I said before about social awareness. That Canadians, I think, kind of have a bit more of that in them, a little bit. Uh, you know, whereas we're, a bit more, American... we're a bit more aware. We're not like we're not Gabler types. We're more Sammy types. Um, we're we're more like Carla types. <laughs> you know. Okay. You know, like we're, we're, we're James, you know, we kind of are able to kind of, you know, sit back and not let our emotions kind of get to us too much. And and you kind of saw that with both the previous winners, um, especially Erica, uh, you know, so I think you, we kind of, there's something to be said for it. I think there, it's not a coincidence that the Canadians did so well. No. Uh, guys, anything else in this episode or in the preview you wanted to, to talk about or from this season? Uh, if not, we could probably wrap up for this uh, episode in the coverage in this episode. But we got lots to talk about, guys, also on our other shows. I don't know if you guys know, but we have a whole federation, a united federation of podcasts. It's true. We we have a Star Trek channel, guys, called Live Long in Podcast. We got new logos. They're out. 
they're they're shiny. They're new. Jeff, have you seen these? Uh, I did see the red one. Yeah. Uh, well, why? What is it? Just the like the the color coding of like the of basically Star Trek. Like, are they just? Are they, do they mean different things? I guess is my question. Well, they're for yes. So the red one's more for our traditional live long and podcast Star Trek TV and movie reviews, uh, which is more of a you know like we cover the episodes. Like on Monday nights, we talk about Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, Tuesday nights, Star Trek D Space Nine, going through all the episodes, even the new episodes like Star Trek Lower Decks, which right now we're covering on Thursdays. Uh, so that's more of the red one. The blue uh, division is uh, more of Davin's uh, division uh, with the locutors of Trek uh, being even. Uh, uh, further down that rabbit hole and uh, more of a um, uh, more introspective, different uh, operations in our science division, plus our operations division, which is yellow, uh, Star Trek Radio Theater. We got um, uh, different projects over there in the operations division. So that's that's kind of the different meanings uh, as live long podcast, the Star Trek theme, uh, YouTube uh, and uh, Facebook slash podcast, which uh, we got a whole crew, great crew, different team going through things. Jeff, do you, do you like the uh, the mural? Fantastic, fantastic! <laughs> I showed it to Dad, and he was like, "What is this show about?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that. It's <laughs> oh, great. Am I on this show? Anyway, so that's our Star Trek theme channel, Live Long and Podcast. Plus, you should also check out the Graphics History Podcast with Andre. It's on, I think it's on hiatus right now, but it's a, it's a great comic book uh, podcast where he does in-depth interviews with artists and uh, and, and, and gives the, the history of the different graphics, uh, graphic novels, things like that. Uh, what else, guys, am I missing? Um, trivial Debates. Did you know we we have an ongoing series called Trivial Debate? And we got an an episode coming up on October 30th with, there's a host, there's three contestants. And uh, speaking of Andre, uh, he will be contestant number one, competing against Chris Murphy and Davin Skelhorn in a spooky Halloween-themed episode. The Battle of the Blue Nosers, we're calling it. Yeah. With uh, the upper Canadian, Jody Simpson, to be the the, the judge and jury. So check out our Trivial Debate. What year is it? Uh, 1867. That's the <laughs> that's what we're going back to. Uh, check out Trivial Debates. Also, is at the uh, first Thanksgiving, right? Well, the Confederation of Canada, 1867. Uh, no, I'm trying to think of when. Okay, I, I the first Thanksgiving that. was around that period too. Yeah. Do you guys know about the Hellbound podcast with Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn, a horror theme podcast? Yes. On uh, Wednesdays, great podcast. Check it out. Uh, where they, they're, you know, wherever you get your podcast, a horror movie podcast. And um, I think that's the you know. No, let's talk about fighting games. Oh, let's talk about fighting games. They got a logo? graphic for that. Yeah, where's the logo? Sam Yeah, I don't think they have a logo. They need to have a logo. How else can I see the representation? Yeah, super special stuff represented in a graphic and paranoia and paranoia. Oh, and I guess I forgot to mention another member of the Federation, which is the Hold Up uh, podcast, which is going to be starting on uh, the 14th of October, which is in two days from now. They're going to be having their first broadcast at 8 p.m. Uh, that's a, a new podcast, I believe, with uh, – who is that? Uh, that's Murphy and Davin who are doing that podcast, uh, a, a, new, a new Federation podcast. Well, another one's coming soon. Still working on it. One's being introduced. 
Yeah, we can't. We got so many podcasts in the Federation. We can't even remember them all. That's why we need a website just to document them all. So, lots right. of different topics. And then there's everything we do over here at Super Super Made of Bros Podcasting. All yeah, the exactly. reality TV. Yeah, Survivor. We got Big Brother. We got this other world. shows sometimes. Sometimes we, yeah. we talk sometimes about movies. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes movies. Big sometimes TV shows. Things, you know? The Beatles get back. The, the Beatles. Beatles get back. It's our it's our most watched thing. It's yeah. one of our top most viewed videos ever. Is our uh, like aside from our Kyland reaction video, which just continues to grow and grow. Well, people needed to see how you know Xavier's nephew isn't co- you know he's got to look up the yeah, Kobe. How 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 uh, Kobe wouldn't step down from a child. Kobe wouldn't back down from <laughs> a child. man with a mullet. Oh, wait, that's a key for your quote. That's a different guy. That's a. Uh, I thought I had hot That's key Lucius. Guys. Lucius is the man with them all. <laughs> My name is Lucius. Uh... Do what you need to do. <laughs> you you got to reanalyze your uh, your hot keys. Yeah, your hot keys. Kylie, Kylie, Kylie. Uh, where's my Kylan? Kobe. Oh, every time we hear that, all I hear is dialin, dialin, dialin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought the whole you know Kobe thing raising him to be a man and face challengers and stuff. Are you talking about my nephew right now? I'm at- <laughs> 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 yeah. Never get still one of the best things ever. Um, okay, so guys, I think that's uh, we can wrap up for tonight. Our on Super Mario's podcasting. Thank you for listening to our take on this uh, fourth episode of Survivor 43. Show no mercy. The next episode is titled. Uh, stop with all the niceness, Jeff. They want to go back to traditional values in Survivor. Yeah, do you know what? I agree. This, it, like, when they get the tribal cancel, they're all smiling. They're like, this is great. What is this? Like, like that's not why I watch the show. I don't watch these show the show for these people to have this great time. You know, like I, I need to see conflict. I need to see some sort of like Lindsay didn't even see it coming. Yeah. you know blow people's <laughs> games let's see it blow people yeah games. let's see it like big brother doesn't have this problem as much you know why do you think that is why, what's the difference well survivor now is because it's so much faster too i think people are just still like not haven't uh climatized themselves to the game yet when they get yeah. finally get the travel council you know whereas it, before they you know they had so many days in between everything so they kind of got used to it, you know. I did big other people get people there, and it's like, nah, I'm not having it. Uh, you think I'm leaving? Uh, blow game, yeah. Uh, well, we're gonna see. Maybe, maybe it's gonna heat up. I hope it does. Uh, we'll see you next time here on Super Mario's Post Podcasting. Thanks for being with us, and uh, make sure to subscribe and share everything we've talked about. All right, thanks, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll get you know if this was the old days, growing up in the streets of LA, we'd go for the jugular, but on a cul-de-sac, gotta be diplomatic. If this was old Jesse growing up as a teenager, like in LA, you know, tattoo on my face, I'd probably go for the jugular. I live on a cul-de-sac now. I, you know, I gotta be diplomatic with my neighbors. And-